Welcome to Speak with Ibukun. This new series is titled An Interview With. I hope you get insight into questions you never thought you would consider asking someone close to you. Welcome back to Speak with Ibukun. This is a series called An Interview With, and this is part one of an interview with my daughter. And the daughter in this situation is myself, Ibukun, and I'm with my mum. I hope you've listened to an interview with my mother, which was quite interesting and insightful in terms of our relationship. So, mummy, welcome back. I'm going to let you start asking your questions. Thank you, my dear, for giving me this opportunity. Uh, there are questions that uh, in life you uh, wish there you have opportunities or you have you know a better way of asking that uh, one can ask uh, you know during an interview like this. Okay. So the first one I will ask you is this: What's the most effective way that I can show that I love you that we connect with? Wow. <laughs> Oh, well, I wasn't expecting that question. So let me repeat that. So I'm sure I understand. What is the most effective way that you can show me you love me that would resonate with me? Yes. That has many layers. Uh, But if I can just talk openly and vulnerably with you, it's just to support me regardless of whatever crazy idea I have and whatever, if you will, stubborn period in life I am going through. It sounds funny as in I'm saying support me regardless of if I'm being unreasonable. But for me, that will show me how much you love me. Um, Because you even agreeing to do this, I was pleasantly surprised that you said yes, (laughs) I would admit. And for me, that was for me love because... I know you're not the most, you're a private person and um, you being able to be open and vulnerable in a, in a forum like this just showed me how much you love me. So I know you love me and I, I know we, we still have our moments where we argue and not necessarily see eye to eye, but yeah, that's how I think you show me. Thank you for letting me know. Um... You would also agree with me that uh, in life, there is a way to support, um, you know, when you know that it is beneficial to the person that you are supporting. But there is also another way um, to lovingly not support when you know that what uh, the other person is requesting for is going to hurt her so uh support uh can be positive at the same time um how do i put it can be supportive but not necessarily agreeing you know um if you know it's going to be hurtful to the person that um wants the support so if i I can be very specific here there are certain things especially in my marriage um that you have not been openly supportive of Mm. so for instance my husband and i have been on a financial journey to get out of debt 
which also included selling off the house that we lived in and then renting so that we could get out of the mortgage that was literally killing us at that point in time. Is that what you're referring to in terms of things you think that would hurt the person that wants support from you? No, that's not um, what I'm referring to. We are grateful to God that you have that um, outlook to life, to get out of debt to God's glory. But at the same time, we know that by the grace of God, you can, you should not continue to rent. You must have your own home. And we will, by God. Yes. Yeah. So that's uh, that's um, lovingly um, supportive. Okay. But at the same time, maintaining what one knows is health, healthful, um, healthy for you as a couple. Okay. I like that question. And um, having um, worked on that first question and um, I... I'm hoping you fully understand uh, where I'm coming from. I do. And um, our, my, and our intention in that regard. You and your husband. That's Is right. That okay, then. Yes. <laughs> so um, another question I have for you is, what in life do you think I would have done differently to make you happy? That I, I do not think... I don't, I don't recall, and please um, tell me if the, there's ever been an instance that I have been deeply unhappy by something you've done. So, like, like I shared in the interview with my mother, even my work ethic of working through um, pain or distress, as in physical work, I never saw that as a negative I, I see it as part of who I am as a hard worker. So, and, you know, if that sort of instance can't make me say, oh, I'm so unhappy with what you did uh, to me as a child, as a mother, you know, I can't think of anything that I've been so deeply unhappy with you that I, I count it against the way you um, raised me up. I, I, I honestly can't. Is there an, are you? Not that there, particular. No, yeah. not that there has been any instance, but you know, uh, the, like I mentioned at the introduction, mm. uh, an opportunity like this is an open uh, avenue mm. to be able to say this is um, what uh, I have been, I had wished I was able to mention mm. so far that I haven't mentioned, not that there has been any, but I'm just wondering, is there, could there be anything like that that uh, you might recall and want to mention? So I'm shaking my head, no. And, and it could be just because of the personality I, I have. There are only a few things in life that can trigger mm. me to the point of I would never forgive anyone um, for doing a, a certain thing, and that has never come from you, my mother. Mm. So, no, okay. I love you, and <laughs> there's nothing you've done that has upset me. Okay, I thank you for clarifying that. The other thing I would um, also like to ask is what kind of things makes you feel cared for? 
So I'm not a material person, um, as you know. Mm. I'm, I'm happy if I'm giving gifts. I'm happy if I'm given time. I'm happy if I'm just given attention in that sense. Mm-hmm. And for me, especially in the stage I'm at in life as a busy working mother, wife to a wonderful husband, and all the other things I'm doing, the 10,000 things I'm doing, I need, I need rest. I need sleep. Mm-hmm. So right now, I love anyone who gives me the space to sleep. I can mm. only answer my right now. <laughs> mm. And my right now is someone, if someone walks in through my front door that I trust, obviously, and says, Ibukun, I want you to take yourself off to your room, go mm-hmm. sleep. I am going to take care of dinner, meal times for you and the family. And I have spoken to your boss. You don't need to work for another week. Oh, I will feel so cared for. Okay. That's my thing right now. And I'm sure a lot of mothers feel the same. But no, see, so for me, I I don't think that has changed over the years. For me, at... um, attention to my needs so i'm not very vocal if i'm struggling Mm. um for many reasons i just don't say i i am i'm drowning here i need help and i think it's out of i know the other person's situation and i know they can't necessarily help me so i don't then ask them for help but if someone who has my best interests at heart, who loves me, sees me in that position and says, you know what, just take this time off. I want you to go and rest. Oh, we're friends forever. Mm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. But yeah, that, that would make me feel very loved right now. Okay. Yes. Unfortunately, this um, COVID uh, challenge has not helped in that uh, situation because... Uh, Everybody's locked locked in in uh, the country where you reside. In actual fact, uh, it is here that you are locked in in your province. If you venture to go from one province to the other, you still have to self-quarantine for 14 days uh, before you can mix. So it's, uh, to, a, to some extent, it defeats uh, the situation. That's within this country. And uh, let's to say... You can't even travel out of uh, this country right now to another country without having to current uh, going to self isolation for for two weeks. Yeah, it defeats the purpose no, no, uh, almost. Yeah, but that's within this country. Wow, you within, cannot even yeah. venture to go out of Canada right now. Mm. Yeah, because uh, you know the 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 the, the doors are shut. Mm. That's just the way. So. No, that, that, well, uh, we are all praying. Everyone has a question they've always wanted to ask of their parent, or sister, or brother, or even a friend. What questions would you ask someone? Share with us on Instagram a question you've always wanted to ask someone close to you. One day, the mm. mist of COVID will clear, In and Jesus name, and we can once again see our loved ones far and wide. But yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it's it's much of a muchness that a lot of people are bored of right now. Yes, but at the same time, we are grateful for the masses of God. 
it's it's God that has kept us and uh, we pray we continue to keep us and um, put an end to this COVID um, pandemic and uh, put an end to people um, getting infected by it mm-hmm. and heal the ones that are sick in Jesus Christ. It is Amen. just the mercy of God that we are enjoying. And we know he is a God who hears and answers prayers. He will at his own time. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. My mom and I just had a prayer session now. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's yes. It, it, mm. it's un, it is what it is. But we'll get out of it. That I have great faith in. Mm. Yeah. Yes. So that leads us to the second question. I mean, the next question, which is, what would you like to talk about? That is what is. Oh. And this is a mom, mom, mom and question. daughter, <laughs> mom and daughter chat. What I would like to talk about right now, which I don't know how it's going to pan out, and if it turns into a, a drawn-out conversation, we can continue it beyond the podcast, is I am highly considering homeschooling my children. Mm. And that is because I have lost trust in the educational system in this country. I don't know if you heard about the debacle that was the recent A-level and GC, well, GCSE, they rectified in time, thank God. But the recent issues they had with the A-level results they released. Mm, No. Pretty much they told us one thing and then they did another. And a Mm. lot of of unfortunate situations occurred where um, the students lost their space in their chosen university. Mm. Really, really sad. I, I felt for the students because for in one so young, so we're talking 18-year-old, 19-year-old, you know, boys and girls, very early on in their life, the government has shown they cannot be trusted. It's not a good situation mm. for the future quote-unquote leaders of of the country Mm. but beyond that due to and it's not anyone's um, fault because one wants to think no one intentionally risks covid on the world Mm -mm. a lot of people don't know what to do Mm. and a lot of the teachers i think when it started off were of the opinion as in don't worry children are resilient they will bounce back we, we are ready. We're going to be ready for them when the new school year starts or when the new term starts. Because when it started, no one expected it would last this mm. long in mm. terms of, of um, life returning into some semblance of normal. What concerns me, and I will be very annoyed if it occurs, is if we find ourselves in another um, local lockdown where I would have to homeschool. Um, it's not been very easy. It's been a bit of a pressure cooker situation where I am working a nine to five with its demands, meetings back to back because you can, you're working from home. So you don't need to walk in between one meeting room to the next and still be having to teach. And I'm not a teacher. I am not the most patient of people with adults talk less Mm. of children. Mm. So for me, it wasn't the best situation. And what I, I'm trying to lead up to is what would aggravate me is if the new teacher in this new year, the, um, the children are going into, says to me, my children are not coping. We reject that in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. But 
I, I have, if you will, in my mind, fine, I'm going to homeschool my children because I find they both learn differently and education as we know it right now tend to be everyone toes the same line. And I'm just stealing myself for it because my intuition tells me something similar or that nonsense would occur. And it's, Ibukun, what would you now do? So literally, that's what is on my mind right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we have a God who, who is the greatest sorter and he sorts his children out. He will uh, let you know his will and uh, sort out the situation in the best way that will benefit the children and uh, yourself and your husband in Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Homeschooling uh, requires um, a lot of um, uh, planning and, um, you know, scheduling. But uh, God knows what is best for the children, and that is what he will do. Okay, so what's your next question then, Mommy? Mm-hmm. Yes, my next question, which uh, I, I would uh, be happy to know the answer to is, how have I encouraged you in your Christian faith as a mom? Okay, so I think what you did, yourself and daddy did, was put me in places where I could be mentored as well as as then encouraged in, in, in my Christian faith. So one key memory I have from um, early teenage years was uh, going to Christian summer camps. And those camps were quite a crucial part of, of my understanding of who God is. It was at those camps that I really, really, really became born again. Mm. So it wasn't the every Sunday um, altar call, who wants to be born again? You put up your hand because that was what was expected. It was beyond that. It was fully understanding who God is, what a relationship with him would mean, and actually going full hog as in, mm. I am a Christian. This mm. is what I believe, and this is mm. why I believe it, and I am going to love everyone. <laughs> mm. You know, so... Um, you, you gave that to us. We were surrounded by wonderful mentors. Um, you ensured, even on days where we were rebellious and didn't want to go to church, that we ended up in church. Mm-hmm. You, you did not compromise on that. You didn't give us an option of whether we felt like it. It mm-hmm. was along the lines of, we're going to church, get ready, we are going mm-hmm. to church. And, and um, in that sense, I know some people will see that as, oh, you are forced to. I never felt that. I was quite happy going to church. Um, most mm-hmm. of my friends were in church. You know? So in that sense, you surrounded us with the right people. So mm-hmm. I, I see that as, if you will, a triumph in, in, in the way you brought us up. And it's something that kept me in church. The fact that it was my way of life mm. from quite early on. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Thank God for that. And have you been able to maintain friendship with um, uh, some of your colleagues as at that time or your friends, I would say, or your brothers and sisters as at that time? So. Of course, my natural siblings, yes. <laughs> yeah, yes, I mean, yeah. your, I brothers, your brothers and sisters in the Lord. It, that, that is such an old school 
reference. So my brothers and sisters in the Lord, as you refer to them, the answer is no, because um, that part of my life was in Nigeria. I no mm. longer live in Nigeria. And um, yes, distance makes the heart grow fonder. But no, um, that same distance, physical distance, has not allowed a connection to be kept. Mm. So I believe at the beginning, I still found a letter that one of my friends from church wrote me um, about two years after I left Nigeria. And I honestly don't know if I responded to that letter. And if I did respond, if I got another letter in response to it. And it, I won't say it's sad because I'm just not that sort of person. I don't, I don't have yearnings for old relationships. I just remember when we were friends and when we were in, in each other's um, physical vicinity, we had a lot of love and respect for, for each other as friends and there were happy times. Mm. But now I have other friends, as I'm sure they do, who hopefully are um, having a positive impact on their lives as mine are having on mine. So mm. I, I, I think from a, a very early age, I recognize um, physical distance doesn't help mm. in relation in friendships and relationships mm. in general, mm. especially if you're not family, but not um, uh, be resentful of that distance, but just accept if there was a time and place for that relationship, it's has now ended and God will bring someone new to your life that would give you that same friendship and love. So, mm. yeah, no, I haven't maintained is the answer. And the reason why I've just... Okay, thank you for the answer. And um, that brings me to another question, and that is... Um... Could we have the question in part two? Because I'm sure the listeners would want to go on a break of some form That's right, right now. Okay, go okay. ahead. So thank you so much for listening to part one of an interview with my daughter. This is Ibukun, still with my mum. Please stay tuned for part two of an interview with my daughter. Thank you for listening to an interview with... I hope you were able to gain insight into questions you've never thought you would be asking of yourself or someone close to you.